Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis. Welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic today is loans, lawyers, and other important real estate financing factors. Subscribe to get our weekly blog post and podcast at jogarner.com. You can call us while we're live today, November 2nd, 2019, at 901-535-9732. Today, you can call in with your real estate legal questions. Attorneys Rob Drawn and Shelley Rothman of Griffin Clift, Everton, and Mashmire will be taking you front stage to what happens when you sign a contract to buy a house all the way to what happens after closing. I'm going to be sharing some important factors to consider when you're applying for your mortgage that can save you time, money, and it can avoid heartaches. I've done a lot of closings over the years with these two ter- two attorneys, but this is the first time real estate attorneys Rob Drawn and Shelley Rothman have been on the air with us on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. You both do a fabulous job with my clients and our our mortgage a team over there at sierra pacific mortgage love how you take care of so many of the important details preparing for the closing for our clients rob and shelly please just take a moment and tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and a little bit about what griffin clift everton and mashmeyer do for your clients well, good morning, Joe. Thank you very much for having us here. Uh, I'm Rob Duran, and I'm, a, I'm an attorney with the firm Griffin, Clift, Everton, and Mashmeyer, as Joe said. Uh, I'm licensed in Tennessee and Mississippi, and uh, we do a lot of real estate closings. We do residential and commercial, and uh, we, we love to take care of our clients and make sure that their closings go smoothly. Good morning. This is Shelley Rothman. Um, I've been in the practice for about 35 years. I started when I was a toddler, of course. (laughs) (laughs) And one of the things that I enjoy about my firm and our practice is that we strive to treat everybody the same, whether it's a $10,000 closing or it's a $5 million closing. It is a very important event in that person's life, and it's a special event, and we recognize that and make them feel special because it's, it is uh, critical. And I always tell people that I appreciate being a part of that experience that they had and something that they will remember forever, especially mm-hmm. with first-time buyers. Well, you, you guys John. you guys do. You make it so special for our clients. I can't tell you how many celebrations we've had and, and uh, sodas spilt and <laughs> cake crumbs and cookie crumbs all over the place. Who cares? You know, right? That's it's right. a celebration right. <laughs> for people buying their house. Well, you know, we're talking about lawyers and loans today. It's a smart strategy to have a good real estate lawyer on your team. A good loan officer, yeah, you need a good realtor, too. I think you mentioned that, Rob. Uh, Both of y'all did in the Facebook Live earlier this morning. This certainly proved to be true, having these good team members for Hayden and Haley Holmes. That's not their real names, of course, but Hayden and Haley met at college on a hiking trip, and it didn't take long for them to discover the paths they were plotting in life were headed in the same direction. So both Hayden and Haley wanted to travel. They wanted to see the world before settling down, and they wanted to own their own home. And it felt, you know, it 
they felt it was really important just to keep a healthy amount of uh, emergency funds in the bank too. So that sounds like it's going to be tough to tough order to fill. But after graduating, Hayden and Haley got married. They took jobs. <clears throat> they took a job overseas for a couple of years teaching English as a second language. With their expenses were all paid by the employer which meant that the income they made could go to paying down and paying off student loan debt and building up this nest egg of savings. So that's how that was their unique, clever way of of meeting that goal. Both Hayden and Haley loved traveling uh, the continents, but they wanted their home sweet home to be in their hometown, and it was their familiar neighborhood where they grew up. Little did they know the difficulties that they were uh, about to encounter. The houses in the neighborhood uh, where they wanted to live cost them more per month than their budget allowed, and it was going to eat up their nest egg of savings. There were multiple offers going in on some of the homes, so the sellers the sellers weren't willing to pay closing costs for them. Their realtor connected them with an experienced loan officer, and that is how Hayden and Haley got pre-qualified for an FHA, it's a government low down payment loan. With a, they got some down payment assistance from the city for about ten thousand dollars. The extra money down using this fund kept the payments closer to what their budget would allow, and it also instead of them having to pay out like you know eight thousand or nine thousand dollars, they got in for about fifteen hundred dollars. So they got to keep their nest egg. They thought, "Wow, we have arrived!" Right? But Hayden and Haley were not out of the woods yet. It was gonna. Uh, it would take um, making some smart moves to get around the roadblocks of discouragement ahead, and to find a way to own their own home. So, you haven't heard the rest of it, but you will later in the show. So stay tuned. You hear the rest of Haley and um, Hayden's story later in the show. But what do you want to accomplish with? your mortgage. Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can email me your story, jo at jogarner.com. Or you know what? You can call me the old-fashioned way. I love to hear your story, 901-482-0354. Right now, though, let's talk with uh, real estate closing attorneys Rob Drawn and Shelley Rothman about what happens when your real estate closing attorney receives your home purchase contract? As soon as we get your contract, Joe, um, we go on and set up a file, of course, and order a title search to make sure that the seller's title to the property is clear, marketable, that mortgages are paid off at closing, and all taxes are current. Um, We then work with your lender and provide your lender with the title information they need to proceed with processing your loan and prepare the figures for your closing. We ultimately help them get the documents ready for you to sign. We reach out to the buyer to introduce ourselves and let them know how to reach us. It is very important to know who you are working with before sending any money to a closing because wire fraud is a major problem. Um, Then we sit with you, conduct the closing, explain the documentation to you, and when it's done, we record the documentation, record the deed to the uh, property in the register's office, and that comes back to us. Mm-hmm. At that point, we will issue a title insurance policy ensuring you of having good title to that property, mm-hmm. and we will send that policy to you with the original deed. Well, Rob, you know, um, when she's talking about the contract, I know that in the past you have helped some of my clients um, – you get the contract, and you're like, hey, I think we need to fix the language on this because 
for instance, uh, sometimes it'll have on there seller to pay 3% of the closing cost for the buyer. Well, 3% of the closing cost yeah. may be a few hundred dollars, and what they really meant was 3% of the price toward yeah, the that's, buyer's closing. That's a common thing that people put, and, and they just kind of rush when they're filling out that contract. So you want to make sure that you know from your lender what kind of closing costs that you should expect, and that way when you negotiate that in your contract that you're putting 3% of the sales price uh, as opposed to 3% of those closing costs because that may make the difference of $3,000 or, <laughs> or $300, uh, which will, could affect whether or not you can end up buying that house and closing. So it's just important to read that, read that contract and make sure you got the right people on your team that are watching your back when you, when you fill out that contract. Yeah, it's, it's a big decision, and um, you don't want to go in there – and to trying to do it yourself because you will a good attorney a good realtor a good loan officer can really um, help you say what i call what we call seminar money and what <laughs> i mean by seminar is uh whenever you make a huge mistake that costs you a lot of money we say well you've taken a you've taken a seminar and you've just graduated from the school of black, uh, hard knocks right. and their color is black and blue so <laughs> you don't want to do that you want to put good attorneys on your team good realtor good loan officer and uh, you'll save yourself a lot of headache. But you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. When we come back, attorneys Rob Drawn and Shelley Rothman will continue with their tips from the lawyer's desk for borrowers getting home loans. And uh, so, give us a call if you want to talk. Nine zero one five three five nine seven three two. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. I'm Troy McDonald. And I'm Lynn McDonald. With the Aaron McDonald Insurance, Insurance Agency. From Memphis, Tennessee. And you're listening to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. All right. You're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. And as you might guess, we're talking about lawyers today, loans, lawyers, and other important real estate financing factors. If you have a question for our lawyers and experts up here today, that is November 2nd, 2019, you can call us at 901 901- Five three five nine seven three two. In the studio, we have Rob Drawn and Shelley Rothman with Griffin Clift Everton and Mashmeyer. They are real estate closing attorneys here in the Memphis and Mississippi areas. They do an awesome job. We have a lot of fun um, at, the, at the closing celebrations with our clients. Um, how do we contact you guys? Uh, you can call us at nine zero one seven five two one one three three. All right, and what we're going to do right now is we're going to do a real quick Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest. And we do this almost every week. Um, Our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is brought to you by our notable Memphis historian, Jimmy Ogle. You can hear some of Jimmy Ogle's history, uh, his historic lectures by Googling Jimmy Ogle Pink Palace, and uh, there's some great stuff in there. The Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, 901-754-7474. The Lawhons can help you plan your landscaping if you have a really big, big project or a small project, or you may want to do the big one in phases. 
the Law Huns are giving away a $25 gift card to the first person with the correct trivia answer. And if you know the answer to our trivia question, call us. And I believe Rob and Shelly, you guys have our yeah. Look Back Memphis trivia contest. All right. Uh, I am a railroad station that opened in South Memphis in 1914. Who am I? And here's a hint for you guys. My sister's station had opened two blocks away in 1912. All right. And another hint. I am the site of the only remaining Amtrak passenger rail service in Memphis. And here's the last hint for those of you who have not figured it out yet. I have been restored and I am now a hotel. Who am I? All right. If you guys know the answer to our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest, give us a call at 901-535-9732. Well, of course, today we're talking about loans, lawyers, and other important real estate financing factors. So earlier in the show, Rob and Shelley, uh, Griffin, Clift, Everton, and Mashmeyer, you, you guys were talking about what happens when a home purchase contract comes across your desk, and you kind of went through the the steps of what happens and how important it is to have the wording correct correctly on there. Yes. But uh, let's continue that conversation on some of your uh, topics there. I was going to talk about kind of what to look for before you sign that contract and also what to look for before closing. Um, we talked about on Facebook Live earlier that the first thing we think is when you're thinking about buying a house is making sure that you talk to a good lender, someone like Joe Garner, uh, so that you know how much you can afford. Uh, it's important to know what your price range is and, and what your payments are going to be before you go out there and start looking for that house. Uh, but not only how much you can afford, but how much the closing costs are going to be so that you know how much you're going to have to bring to the table at closing. It's pretty common where people get shocked when they see all the things that are involved. And so it's just good to have an idea and have a plan for that. Uh, And then once you're ready to sign that contract, uh, something people forget about that you need to think about is the closing date itself. Uh, Talk to your lender about how long they think it'll take for them to get that loan ready so that you can put that correct date uh, on your contract, but also about where you're going to be at that time. We have people all the time that shows up for the closing date or that week for the closing, and they're, oh, I'm going to be out of town. Uh, so just make sure that you're prepared for that before you sign that contract. And then one thing we wanted to talk about, too, because I had it happen this week, is when you schedule movers, if you're going to close on a Friday, don't don't have your, your movers scheduled to go that Friday because after you sign at your closing, it may be a couple hours before we get everything swapped and dispersed. And uh, you don't want to have your movers just sitting there waiting on you. So I would recommend having the Closing earlier in the week and having your movers maybe the day after so that everything goes through and is able to be dispersed before that uh, movers are ready to show up. That's a good point. Shelly, do you have anything you want to add? Yes, I do. Um, You also have to take into consideration that sometimes there are just delays due to unforeseen circumstances. For example, there has been a major power outage on the East Coast, so we've had a delay in getting seller's documents returned to us via FedEx. Then we have the issues of, okay, is there going to be possession? Is there not? And if you have your movers scheduled for the day of closing, um, that that could present an issue because then we get into factors such as can we, can we have an early possession agreement, insurance issues, who's responsible for what. Um, and also the last two business days of the month are really, really busy. So you might want to tend towards scheduling your closings more towards the uh, – beginning of the month or if you don't want to pay that much prepaid interest 
towards the third end of the third week of the month. Mm-hmm. And that allows more time for anything that has to take place to wrap it up and consummate the transaction to happen in a timely manner. Yes, it does kind of seem like we all run around with our hair on fire at the very last two days of the month. Absolutely. <laughs> well, those are good points. Now, um, I know you probably have some more, so I don't want to jump in and cut you off. If you've got anything that else you want to cover on that, go ahead. I, I, there's some other questions I'm just really yeah, anxious Shelley, to ask you, too. Shelley talked earlier about the wire fraud, and that's a hot topic right now, and especially in this area. It, it is something that's happening, unfortunately, to a lot of people. So when you're ready to send that money for your down payment to your closing attorney, it's extremely important that you talk to them either in person or over the phone um, and, and make sure you go over their wire protocol and, and how they expect wires to be sent and then make sure that you follow that exactly. Uh, there's just tons of stories right now of, of emails being hacked and and sending out bad wiring instructions, and you don't want your down payment that you've worked hard for to go to the wrong place. And uh, so just make sure that you're doing everything you can to, to prevent that from happening and talking to your closing attorney about that. And in connection with that, it's also a good idea to verify the phone number that you are calling for your closing agency. You might want to verify that with your lender or your realtor because uh, frequently the fraud invo- involves an email Uh, with wiring instructions attached that do have a different phone number. Mm -hmm. And people will call that phone number, which they don't know is the person committing the Mm -hmm. the fraud, to verify those instructions. And they're going to say, Oh yeah, that's great. Come on, bring bring, <laughs> bring it on. on. Yeah, <laughs> bring it on. <laughs> and then that money. money is uh, out of the country, and typically in less than twenty four hours. There's a very specific <laughs> protocol involved if uh, we become informed that something like that has taken place. And these scammers have become very crafty. I mean, if they make a hundred thousand dollars a pop on these, they can afford to do a whole lot of research. Yep. They they can uh, find out where the closing is. Sometimes it's just post on on social media different things right. and they can they're really good at posing as this professional or that professional to get the information they need and you know they've um they spoof these emails it makes it look very much like their realtor's email or their title company's email and it's not and right. it looks like it. it looks like it and what's really um creepy about it is that that you can tell that they've been watching your emails because mm-hmm. they'll suddenly interject themselves into the emails going back and oh, forth. Wow. Yep. Yeah. So if they would only take 10% of the intelligence and, <laughs> and what it takes for them to do what they're doing <laughs> and apply that to something positive for society, yeah. that would totally. be awesome because they, they just, they're so smart apparently, but in the wrong direction. They're That's just right. using those abilities the wrong way. But be safe. And you guys are great with um, reminding people of that. We have a do's and don'ts that on our, on my, on my team does my mortgage team that we also have people initial that, that they need to call the number on the purchase contract for their attorney right. and for their lender not an e off an email at any time so we're going to try to do our best to keep you safe we have a trivia winner and let me get bob on the line here bob are you with us yes good morning congratulations you won the look back memphis right, trivia bob. contest well, thank you Way to go. and what's the answer it's central station that's right that's right well yay so, awesome bob. local amtrak station yeah, what 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 hint gave you the the clue? Well, <laughs> it's the only railroad station we have today, and we've taken Amtrak out of there many times. Oh, nice. <laughs> so you do like you like traveling on trains, eh? We sure do. We love it. 
Well, that thing opened in 1914. That was a long time ago. Yeah, I missed the opening. <laughs> well, I did too. I did too, Bob. <laughs> Well, Bob, we appreciate you listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We congratulate you on winning. And the Lawhans of Lawhan Landscape, they're going to send you a $25 gift card in the mail. So be sure and leave our producer your name, address, and phone number. We want to make sure you get that gift card. Well, that's great. Thank you very much. Well, thank you, Bob. We appreciate you, and uh, we love people like Bob who call, and we congratulate him on winning that, knowing his Memphis history. We've got about... um, Let's see, we've got a couple of minutes here, and we want to see. Do y'all have anything that you wanted to add? We kind of sure. stopped there in the middle. We were talking about hackers and uh, how to avoid being scammed on your, your closing money being wired. And, and speaking of scams, after you um, close on the purchase of your property, you can expect to get a very official-looking letter in the mail oh, a week or so after closing saying that you need a copy of your deed. And then they tell you how much money to send them and where to send it, and they'll get you a copy of your deed. Don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that was coming. (laughs) It is unnecessary. It is throwing your money away. The deed is in the public records. You can pull it up on the Shelby County Register's website. You can print it out. You can call us to print it out if you don't want to wait until you get your original in the mail with your title policy. So – Don't even open that mail. And it says this is an official letter. It's an official. Looks like it's coming from the government almost. It does. And and they send it out with just about every closing. And I think now they're up to $82 or something for you to send them that copy. Um, But you can get your copy in the public record. So that's something else to watch out for. And, you know, they get the name of the mortgage company, your the name of your title company. They get that off a of public record, um, and they'll send you mail. It looks like it's coming from your mortgage company, and it's not. And they're asking you to pay for credit life insurance, you know. Right. A lot of times, check with your insurance agent and see if, if a good term life policy would do you better for a lot cheaper. But right. don't buy from these people mailing you stuff. They'll try to sell you a way to pay your mortgage off early. You can pay it off early for free. Right. Just give me a call. I'll, I'll I'll help you do that for free. I mean, you don't have to pay for that. But those are very good points. And, you know, we're getting ready to go into Fox News. But um, with us in the studio, we have Rob Drawn and Shelley Rothman of Gri- Griffin, Clift, Everton, and Mashmeyer, real estate closing attorneys here in Memphis in the Mississippi area. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Uh, I'd love to be on your home buying journey or on a refinance where you're restructuring your financing. I'd love to be on that journey with you. But uh, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and we'll see you guys back in just a moment. Memphis SMU. Today, the pregame show starts at 430 from Tiger Lane on 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Mark McLaurin at Refrigeration Unlimited in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner.
All right. We're talking about loans, lawyers, and other important real estate financing factors. And these guys in the studio with us today, I've done business with them for many years. And it's been many years since you guys have been through law school. (laughs) But we've got Rob Drawn and Shelley Rothman with um, Griffin Clift, Everton, and Mashmeyer. They are real estate closing attorneys here in the Memphis area, Mississippi as well. And uh, we want to have you on the line with us, too. So you can give us a call today while we're live, November 2nd, 2019 at 901-535-9732. I'm Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage officer. Love what I do. Love to be on that home buying journey, that refinancing journey with people that uh, just make such a difference in their life and in their finances. And you guys are awesome. We love to have that celebration at the closing. Thank right. you. They're at Griffin Cliff, Everton and Mashmire. But um, I want to kind of cover some of the other financing factors we talked about. Some important financing factors for to consider are the small number of homes right now available for sale. It is it has um, just created a lot of competition out there where um, buyers are competing against multiple offers on the same house. You really find a house you love. You better jump on it that day because if you're going to sleep on it, somebody else is going to be sleeping in it the next day. <laughs> so you've got to know – you've got to have your financing, your your comfort level already established, your pre-approval, strong pre-approval letters already established before you make an offer on something because you got to be ready to move. Uh, there, um, You need to communicate with your realtor. There is where the important factor comes in. Uh, have a very strong pre-approval letter uh, to, for to give your lender uh, and for your lender to give the realtor because sometimes and I've actually I've told the story on the radio before we were sitting actually at, in your office Rob and that day we had um, the seller was there as well as the buyer which is very unusual usually they close separately but that day the seller was still hanging out there and he looked over at my client who was a divorcee she had um didn't have a lot of money to spend, but she really needed a place and a good school zone for her two young children. He looked over at her and he said, by the way, just so you know, your offer was not the highest offer mm-hmm. by any stretch. He said, but yours was the surest offer. My wife and I were leaving town and we needed to make sure this house sold. So we took your offer because you had a strong pre-approval letter can't say enough about that. So have a very strong pre-approval letter if you want your lender to go ahead and review everything and give you a letter say, uh, personally to you saying, hey, we reviewed it. It looks good. You have a approved eligible on the software at this time. Uh, that's a great thing to just kind of happen to put into the into the offer. And that's, a, and that's a big deal, Joe, because right now in this market, there are there are multiple offers coming in very quickly on properties mm-hmm. they're, they're not like you said they're not sitting there if you sleep on it someone else will be sleeping in that mm-hmm. house the next day mm-hmm. and um i know of many instances where the seller did in fact make that decision based upon the letter right it's very important and, and having it from somebody reputable as That's well right. thank you thank you and i, I appreciate that shelly Well, you want to get to the truth about what you can comfortably afford on a house note and what you can, what you personally can comfortably afford to pay down because you don't want to eat too much into your emergency fund. We talked about that with uh, Hayden and Haley's story earlier in the show. You want to enjoy making your payment on your house (laughs) each month. You don't want to be handcuffed to the house. 
And if you're a person who just cannot force yourself to go through all 12 months of your credit card statements and, and your income statements and uh, uh, all bank statements, all that stuff, you know, get you some good tunes on your iPod, turn it up, turn it on, turn the um, timer on for one hour or 45 minutes and just go through. If you only get through three months or six months, you're going to know a heck of a lot more after that session of what you actually spend and what you actually make than if you never looked at it at all. That's great advice. Remember things you have to pay once a year, you know, like your insurance twice a year, like maybe your car tags, things like that. But, you know, you really want to keep your house payment ideally if you look at some of the gurus at like 25 to 28% of your gross income. You don't really want your debt to go much over 40 or 45% of your gross income. Uh, so keep that in mind, and a good loan officer can help you stay within your comfort zone. Um, so those are some good words of advice. I would say um, look at that before, like Shelley said earlier, before you start making offers. Another thing that I would say to prepare for your to, for getting the best deal on your mortgage is to make sure your credit scores are as high as they possibly can be. You can get a free credit report. Uh, the government allows you a free one from each bureau at annualcreditreport.com. You can pull that. It's not a hard hit on your credit. You can make a copy of it. You can even show it to your lender if you want to. Uh, maybe the lender can make some suggestions if there's errors on there, how to get them off. Uh, make your payments on time. Of course, everybody knows that. You don't want to be over 30 days late on anything. And if a creditor is contacting you about a collection account, pay it as soon as possible or set up a payment plan or something so that they will stop reporting each month. Because each time a collection agent uh, reports, and sometimes they report every month, every time they report, it's like it's just like hitting you in the stomach really hard every single month with that credit score. It just takes that credit score down, down, down. But if you can make a deal with collection people, settle, make a payment plan, pay it off, whatever, but make them, you know, get them to stop reporting each month on those. Never use over 30% of your credit limit on each credit card. Not at any time during the month do you ever want to use more than 30% of your credit line. You know, I've even told people that were pretty good with paying their bills, go ahead and, and increase the credit line if that's what it takes, but never borrow more than 30% of it. Because if you borrow over 50%, even though you're making the payments on time, it's going to um, hurt your credit score. It's going to take it down. Even if you're making payments on time, if you use over 50% of your credit limit, and that's how the logarithms are. I mean, the algorithms are right now. Now, they could change tomorrow, but that's how it is right now. Stay away from 12 months, same as cash. Those are very tempting because you're trying to buy furniture for the house and all this kind of thing. Don't do it. Just don't do it because it will hurt your uh, credit score. It's like a maxed out credit card, and it will take it down. And underwriters, we do have to check credit right before you close. Even though you're pre-approved, it can cost you. Don't do that. Uh, Other financing factors to consider. don't once you get pre-approved, don't start moving money around. We say don't be a Rockefeller. <laughs> don't start moving money around because when your balances change in these accounts, it can change the way the software reads, the underwriting software reads, and we want to keep that up and approve eligible yeah. if we can. If you have any large deposits that are not seasoned for at least sixty months, uh, I mean sixty days, sometimes you have to sometimes you have to verify the source of those. So be aware of that. Don't change any income, the way you're paid. For instance, you come in as a guaranteed income W two, or the employer's taking out taxes and all that. You're good, 
But if you change in the middle of the loan application, and now all of a sudden you're a 1099 subcontractor, that's going to require two years' history of income. So don't change anything about how you're paid or any income when you come into the loan officer. Don't open up any new accounts, credit accounts. Don't add balances to your credit cards and accounts, and don't co-sign for anybody. Those are just some of the things. But um, we've got a couple of minutes before we go to break, and I want to finish the story of um, Hayden and Haley. We talked about it earlier in the show. If you missed that part, you can catch our podcast early next week at jogarner.com for this show. Just go to Mortgage Loans blog tab. But in the first part of the show, I introduced you to Hayden and Haley, and these two soulmates met each other on a hiking trip in college. They discovered they both wanted to travel the continents in their lifetime, not late in life, but right now. <laughs> they wanted to own their own home in a familiar neighborhood, and they wanted to keep a healthy emergency fund in the savings all the time. There were challenges ahead, though. After graduation, Hayden and Haley got married. They worked overseas. They were able to pay down their student loans, put money back in the bank, score one on their bucket list. On returning to their hometown, they connected with a trusted realtor friend who led them to a neighborhood where they wanted to live. The realtor connected Haley and Hayden to a loan officer that got them qualified for a low-down payment fixed-rate government mortgage program. But to protect that nest egg, the loan officer got them approved for a $10,000 down payment assistance program. This kept them, for, instead of paying 8000 or so out of pocket, they only paid about 1500 Score two on keeping their nest egg savings safe. Hayden and Haley both had full-time jobs, and after work, they looked at 16 houses <laughs> one time and made offers on three of them. There were, I mean, at times, five or more offers from other people wanting to buy the same house. Each time got beaten out by someone else's better home purchase offer. Hayden's discouragement was clear in his voice when he said, um, I'm starting to think we just need to wait about buying a house. I mean, we we can never compete with these other offers. Other people just have more money to spend than us. So what strategy could they use now? Well, with the help of their realtor, Haley began to imagine herself as the seller. What would appeal to the seller? Sellers want a good price for their home, but that's not the only priority. Sellers want a buyer who is financially strong enough to close without delay. Sellers don't want to have to pay a lot of buyer's costs. Sellers want to feel good about their part of the transaction. So strategy one, Hayden and Haley stopped by the mortgage office and gave the mortgage officer all of their income and asset documents. They got a letter from the lender saying that these had been reviewed and they were very strong. The uh, realtor gave this letter with the pre-approval letter to the selling agent's realtor, really strengthened that up. And, uh, you know, theirs wasn't the highest price, but their they their contract was ex- accepted. Score three, offer on chosen home accepted. And uh, score four, they got the house of their own in the neighborhood where they wanted to live So uh, good for you guys, Hayden and Haley. We're going to go to break. I'm Joe Garner, mortgage loan officer, and I'm the host of Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We appreciate you listening, and we'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC at 92.1 FM. Hi, this is Eric Urich, award-winning business coach with Focal Point Business Coaching. I work with business owners and decision makers to help turn their potential into reality. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and now back to your host, Joe Garner.
We're talking today, as you might guess, loans, lawyers, and other important real estate financing factors. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com, your own real estate mortgage shop, in the studio today for the first time. We have Rob Drawn and Shelley Rothman with Griffin Clift Everton and Mashmeyer real estate closing attorneys here in the Memphis area, Mississippi area. How do we contact you guys? And you can call us at 901-752-1133. It's about that time. For the real estate tip of the week, and I believe Rob and Shelley, you guys have our real estate tip of the week. Yes, we sure do, Joe. Uh, Our tip of the week is when you are buying your new home, you should get what's known as an owner's policy of title insurance. There are going to be two title policies in connection with your closing. One is going to be for the lender, ensuring your lender of having a good first mortgage on your new home. But that doesn't give you the protection you need in case there were any missed taxes, old mortgages, tax liens, etc., Um, An owner's policy of title insurance ensures you having the clear, marketable title to that property. And if, for example, the title company missed something in their title search, such as taxes, for example, because that is the most common one, you're not going to be responsible for paying the 2018 taxes on a house you're buying in 2019 or 2020. So you would want to contact the real estate attorney or the title company directly, and they, they handle that. The lender's title insurance policy does not protect the owner. Um, it only protects the lender if you stop paying your lender because you do not own the property because of a title failure. So when somebody says, I don't need an owner's policy because the lender is getting title insurance, that is not accurate. That does not protect That's you right. against the unforeseen things that are out there. It is very rare to have a complete title failure or major claim, but it only takes one. We do see them, and um, they can be devastating if you do not have title insurance. So owner's title versus lender's title. If you're buying the house, you need owner's title to protect yourself. Absolutely. And it's not as though you're being charged double because the title companies offer what's known as a simultaneous issue rate. So you pay the premium for the higher of the two, whether it be the purchase price or the loan, and then you just pay another approximately $50 to have both policies issued at once. So you don't want to say, I'm going to think about this, and I might get an owner's policy down the road. First of all, your time might pass for that, and you won't be able to do it. But second of all, it's going to cost you twice as much. So be sure to get an owner's title policy at your closing. That's a great tip. Well, I've got some quick announcements. Talk Shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, November 6th, 2019, 9 o'clock to 10 a.m. We're going to be uh, meeting over there at Service Master by Cornerstone, 9575 Macon Road in Cordova, Tennessee, the corner of Big Orange and Macon Road. Michelle Calhoun of Sauce Marketing will be presenting Steps to Self-Confidence, and it will be fun. It will be helpful, and uh, I hope you hope to see you guys there. Talk shop events are free thanks to advertisers like Mary Lou Novak of Mid-South Home Helpers. Mary Lou knows what to do when it comes to providing non medical assistance to your aging or handicapped loved ones so that they can uh, remain <coughs> safely and comfortably in their own home. Contact Mary Lou at 901-414-9696. 
Are you a realtor? Are you a real estate investor or in the business of repairing or fixing homes? Join me Thursday, November 7th, 2019, to hear Michael Brooks, renovation and repair financing expert. He's going to be doing a special training session on how to use the new and improved, easier, renovation and repair loan programs. It's going to be a meet and greet in the beginning, a meet and greet at the end, but in the middle is going to be an awesome training session on November 7th, 10 a.m., over at Mercedes-Benz of Memphis, 5389 Poplar Avenue. We're going to be serving some breakfast snacks. Bring your business cards. Come. This is where the bargains are right now in the Memphis area for buying real estate is fixer-uppers. And here's how to do it. Here's how to do it really easy. I'll see you Thursday, November 7th, over at uh, Mercedes-Benz at 10, 10 in the morning. The Memphis Tigers are playing football tonight. Go right. Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Subscribe. Uh, we'll send you Real Estate Mortgage Shop uh, podcast with the show notes. You can do that at jogarner.com. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan, work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. I've got a couple of quotes real quick. This one's from Joseph Choate. You cannot live without the lawyers, and certainly you cannot die without them. <laughs> I love that one. It's so true, isn't it? Here's another one from Stephen Wright. I busted a mirror and I busted a mirror and got seven years bad luck, but my lawyer thinks he can get me five. <laughs> you know. But anyway, we're sitting here. We've been talking with Rob Drawn and Shelley Rothman of Griffin Clift Everton and Mashmeyer uh, closing attorneys. Today, we've been talking about loans, lawyers, and other important financing factors. Y'all have anything you want to add before we go? Sure. Uh, we talked about before closing, but talking about the closing itself, what you can expect is if you're getting a loan and you're buying a house, you can expect that the closing is probably going to take about an hour. Uh, so you'd want to set that much time aside because it's our job to make sure that we go through all those documents that you're signing and make sure you understand what obligations you have and what rights you have. So uh, be, be prepared for about an hour of that. And um, Shelly, anything else you could think of? Yeah, it's always a good idea to bring uh, two pieces of photo ID with you to That's the right. closing. Some lenders require one photo ID. Uh, many are requiring two. And it's my understanding that they will no longer accept an expired driver's license. So please mm-hmm. bring current ID, driver's license, passport as a primary. Um, a lot of times Social Security card, uh, other things are accepted as secondary, but they do vary. Um you should expect to be brought into a room with a big conference room table. Our chairs weigh about 300 pounds apiece. So once we get you down, sitting down at the chair at the table, we have your undivided attention because you can't go anywhere for a while. And then you can expect to hear all about your numbers. Um, primary concern to you, of course, I start out with what your monthly payment is because right. if somebody gasps and says, oh, my God, that can't be it. I know I, I have an issue right up front before I go much further, and I, and I get a hold of the lender, although that is very, very rare anymore. Um, and we go over the actual terms of the loan with you, and there's a lot of paper that you go through. You're not expected to memorize it. We just kind of want you to understand what you're signing right. at the time that you sign it. Mm-hmm. And you that, do an excellent and, job at that. And they, they get you in the chair, but they also serve you um, diet sodas, sodas, <laughs> coffee, whatever you want. Make Water. you comfortable. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, well, you can't move once you're in those chairs. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, you're very informative. Uh, appreciate that about you guys. 
you know, another one is if you're married and you're buying a primary residence, remember that even though your spouse is not on the loan, she may or he or she may not even want to be on the title. They still have some documents they have to sign because of marital rights. And if they're out of the country, uh, go ahead ahead of time and let uh, Shelley and Rob draw up a very specific power of attorney. Excellent point, Joe. All right. Well, we've loved hanging out with you this Saturday on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We love to inform, entertain, and inspire. So we hope to uh, see you guys back next Saturday. I'm Joe Garner, your host, Mortgage Loan Officer. Connect with me at jogarner.com. We'll see you guys back next week. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer you solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.